0: February is American Heart Month, and here with me now to talk tips on how to keep that heart healthy is Dr. Eli Friedman. Dr. Friedman is the Medical Director of Sports Cardiology with Baptist Health Miami Cardiac and Vascular Institute, and is also the Team Cardiologist for Inter-Miami of Major League Soccer, the Florida Panthers of the National Hockey League as well as for numerous local colleges and universities. Dr. Friedman also serves as a cardiology consultant to the United States Tennis Association's Sports Science Committee and is an advisory sports cardiologist for the Broward County Public Schools Sports Medicine and Student Wellness Committee. Dr. Friedman, thank you so much for joining us here on ESPN West Palm tonight.
1: Thank you for having me. Really happy to be here.
0: So, Dr. Friedman, like we said, February is American Heart Month, and it's really a time for people to focus on their heart health. So, Dr. Friedman, just, just tell us about sports cardiology, what it is, and, and how that field is growing.
1: Yeah, so sports cardiology is the dedicated care of athletes, and, and athletes a broad definition. Obviously, you, you've talked about some of the professional organizations we're affiliated with, which is great, but believe it or not, that doesn't take up a lot of my time. We, we spend a lot of time on the front end with those folks, but hopefully they don't see us a lot once the season starts. So really, the bulk of our time is spent with people who want to exercise, who to whom exercise is really important. And then who have cardiovascular concerns. So that, that can be screening in our high school-aged athletes, college athletes, but then it can be the person who's run a bunch of triathlons, marathons, and has some cardiovascular issues, wants to continue to train safely, really the whole gamut. So that, that that's the bulk of what we do, to be sure.
0: Dr. Friedman, is there a discrepancy between the amount of men or women you see in the field of sports cardiology?
1: We see both, I mean, it, it, absolutely. We see a mix of everyone, and and because I think athletes are well aware of their cardiovascular status and, and the fact that that's really important. And to push your body and, and to do so for the benefits of exercise, you wanna make sure you're safe at the same time. So it, we definitely see a mix of men and women.
0: Again, here with Dr. Eli Friedman, the medical director of sports cardiology with Baptist Health Miami Cardiac and Vascular Institute. And Dr. Friedman, I feel like this is somewhat of a rhetorical question but I'll ask it anyways, because I know it's important. Uh, How important is exercise when it comes to staying heart healthy? It
1: is the most important medicine I prescribe, but it's the hardest medicine as well. So what I do in my sports practice, I don't have to tell people to exercise, they're already doing it, but there's more than 50% of the population who's not exercising enough. And, And I don't think we spend enough time talking about that because it really is a medicine. Again, the hardest one we prescribe, but for those who do it, they live longer and better than those who don't.
0: So, Dr. Friedman, for the average adult, how much exercise does a person need per day? And does that vary from men versus women?
1: So I think we make the bar for exercise really high. People think they need to run a marathon, cycle 100 miles, go to CrossFit, do HIIT training. (laughs) That's great, and I'm a huge proponent of that. But for the average person who just wants to start doing something, take 20 or 30 minutes a couple of times a week. Go for a walk, ride a bicycle, get in the pool and move around for a little bit. Just move your body with intention for 20 to 30 minutes and you will begin to get the benefits immediately. Believe it or not, the people who derive the most benefit from exercise are those who go from doing nothing to something. And I don't care what that something is. Just do it for 20 to 30 minutes.
0: Again, chatting with Dr. Eli Friedman, medical director of sports cardiology with Baptist Health Miami Cardiac and Vascular Institute. And Dr. Friedman, exercise means different things to different people, whether it's going to the gym and squatting a ton of weight or deadlifting or walking laps or running or treading water. But for for the purposes of heart health, are there any exercises that are especially beneficial when it comes to cardiac health? So I
1: I think if we are talking truly cardiovascular health, so we're looking at blood pressure, cholesterol, blood sugars, then aerobic exercise is going to be best. That's going for the walk. That's the bicycle ride, the elliptical, whatever the case is, and just moving your body, getting your heart rate up. I don't care what that number is as long as you feel okay, but just moving your body with intention. I I do think a mix of both though, doing the aerobic exercise and resistance or weightlifting, that, that, that sort of thing is really important too. So trying to mix it in. But again, We're just trying to get people to move and and do it. So I I don't care what that intro to exercise is, as long as that's the gateway drug to more.
0: Dr. Friedman, sometimes we look at professional athletes as superhumans, and sometimes and and oftentimes they they are. They do superhuman things. But how common is it to see professional athletes, again, at the highest level with heart conditions, and what precautions do they need to take before they go out and, and push their bodies to their limits?
1: These are the fittest of the fit. I mean, it's truly a privilege to work with these individuals because they are the best at what they do and to get a peek at their engine, their, their heart is really quite impressive. Um, we are seeing more people participating in sport with known cardiovascular issues. In the professional, and the elite level, it's rare because a lot of the time um, they are screened multiple different times and if there is a significant issue, that will be addressed prior to them getting into to their sport of choice. Um, but we are seeing more and more people do it. Christian Erickson is playing with a defibrillator. He's playing at, at the elitist of levels of soccer, doing it. You've got Gerald Butler playing in, in professional basketball with hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. So it's there. People who were once told they could never play sport again because of their issues are now playing and they're playing at the, the highest of levels. And so I think there's the recognition that people can do it and do it safely as long as we have our plans in place that if something goes awry that we're ready to respond.
0: Couple more things here with Dr. Eli Friedman, the team cardiologist for Inter Miami of Major League Soccer, the team cardiologist for the Florida Panthers of the National Hockey League, as well as for many other local colleges and universities. And, Doctor, you started to mention and, and talk about being prepared. To respond to a a cardiac crisis. And of course, we saw DeMar Hamlin of the Buffalo Bills collapse earlier this year from cardiac arrest. But what was so important was the first responders that acted so quickly to save his life. Dr. Friedman, you are a huge advocate of learning CPR and working with an AED, and you are heavily involved with the MLS, the NHL, the USTA when it comes to being ready to respond to cardiac events. Dr. Friedman, can you tell us more about your work with these leagues and these associations and, and how you help teach them these life-saving skills?
1: I mean, Demar Hanlon, Christian Eriksen, you had Keontae Johnson. These things have happened a lot recently and it seems like it's happening more than ever. That's not necessarily the case, but we've just seen it on very high profile levels. And I can't emphasize enough that these people have been screened multiple times throughout their journey in sport. They've had their hearts checked with electrocardiograms, probably echocardiograms too, and still something really bad happened. But because of emergency action planning, people ready and willing to respond and recognize sudden cardiac arrest when it happens in sport, they survived and and now they're continuing to play. So despite screening, bad stuff is still going to happen. And the most important thing we can do is be able to recognize cardiac arrest when it happens, respond with high quality CPR and an AED, and, and I think what we're trying to do, and, and I really credit these professional organizations with whom I work, is chum the waters, get enough of it out there so that when the bad thing happens, everyone's ready. And and, and certification is great, but our work is not spent with these two-hour classes. Our, our work is spent, and credit to your organization today, because you guys are gonna do it, in 20 and 30 minute bites where we can just get this done, get people practicing, understanding what the defibrillator looks like, how to use it, because these are the most important tools in our toolbox for athlete safety. The screening's great, But the bad thing still happens. We got to be ready to respond.
0: Dr. Friedman, how many lives could be saved by people learning CPR and having AEDs at school and in the workplace and and of places of, of just social gathering?
1: I think a lot more lives can be saved. You're more likely to do CPR in your home than you are at the airport, at your school, on a a baseball field, a basketball court, a dance studio. So I I think these are life-saving skills. We want these tools to be available and accessible to everybody. That means the defibrillator shouldn't be behind a locked door on a Sunday when there's a baseball practice right outside. We want all of these tools to be accessible for everyone because, again, you're more likely to do it on a loved one than you are anyone else. And the more people know it, the more lives saved.
0: Wrapping things up with Dr. Eli Friedman, Medical Director of Sports Cardiology with Baptist Health Miami Cardiac and Vascular Institute. And doctor, we have seen so many examples of athletes over the years having heart issues like Hank Gathers and Reggie Lewis, who unfortunately passed away. And then we've seen more recent examples of players who have survived these life events, like again, Damar Hamlin, Christian Erickson, JJ Watt. How has our treatment of heart disease for athletes changed uh, in the last 30 years?
1: So, I think the recognition of the sports cardiologist being a primary member of the healthcare team for an athlete has become more profound over the last couple of years. So, traditionally, it was the athletic trainer, maybe the orthopedic surgeon who are a part of that team. But now, from the beginning, there's a primary care sports medicine physician who does not do surgery, there's the orthopedic surgeon. The head athletic trainer and now the sports cardiologist has really brought has been brought into that fold so we're involved in the planning and the execution of everything because it really takes a team to take care of athletes i i can show you our picture from the inter miami pre participation physicals the other day there were like 30 of us there so it's really a robust team to keep athletes safe now those tools are not accessible and available to our high school college athletes but still we we have robust plans in place And again, the emergency action plan is the keystone of safety for all athletes. And you just mentioned the professional athletes who are still having issues despite being screened multiple times. So really it takes a village, it takes a a whole team. And as you get to the lower levels, that can be parents, coaches, administrators. We really want to make sure everybody is involved in the health and safety of our athletes.
0: Dr. Friedman, as you well know, in medicine, we are always looking to the future towards the horizon for new technologies and, and new techniques. When you look... To the future of sports cardiology, are there any advancements in particular that really excite you?
1: I think what's most exciting to me, and we've touched on it already, is that we are no longer restricting people from playing. We, we are being more liberal with getting people out there and having them continue to play despite having known cardiovascular issues. So that's really exciting to me. And, and I think the, the world of technology will only continue to give us more data. So if you look at our inter-Miami players, the MLS players, if you look at the hockey players they're wearing devices on them throughout the games that are tracking every single thing that they do. So we have more data available to us than we've ever had before. And how we are using that data and harnessing it from a performance standpoint is really interesting. And I can't wait to see where it takes us.
0: Awesome. Awesome stuff. Dr. Friedman, before I let you go, anything that you want to talk about, cover, or just restate before I let you go?
1: Yeah, no, number one, credit to your organization for bringing us here today and and doing the CPR and the AED training. That's wonderful. And and I can't emphasize that enough for everybody. Watch a YouTube video if a class isn't accessible to you. Ask your your coaches, your administrators, your schools, what's our emergency action plan? Where's the AED? People think that AEDs are super expensive. It's about $100 per year for 10 years. So you can get these and you can maintain them and you will save lives, learn the CPR, get the AED, most important.
0: Dr. Friedman, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to sit and chat with us. Thank you for all the incredibly important information, and I sincerely look forward to the next time we get to sit down and chat.
1: I appreciate it, Cyrus. Thanks for having me.
0: Awesome stuff there from Dr. Eli Friedman, the Medical Director of Sports Cardiology with Baptist Health Miami Cardiac and Vascular Institute. To find out more about Dr. Eli Friedman and his team of sports cardiologists, visit cardiovascular.baptisthealth.net, or you can simply type in Dr. Eli Friedman, Friedman spelled F-R-I-E-D-M-A-N, Baptist Health or Cardiology, It'll take you to the same place. You can find out everything there or call the number 786-204-4200. Again, that is 786-204-4200.